Welcome to the From Battle to Business podcast. In this podcast, business coach and fellow veteran Dean Van Dyke will bridge the gap between service and civilian life, helping guide veteran business owners to supercharge their business and unlock hidden profits. You wouldn't go into battle alone, and now you don't have to in business. Let's get to it. Manoj is a global thought leader who's been in AI for over 15 years, and he has four patents in AI. He served clients like Microsoft, IBM, Pearson Education, and more, producing $500 million in value for them. His work has impacted over 10 million lives and has been mentioned by the likes of President Obama and Bill Gates. He's got a perfect mix of humor, intelligence, and human relatability to take your audience to new heights. And with his deep knowledge and experience, he can break down complex topics so that even a 10-year-old can understand them which means your listeners will be laughing, learning, and loving every minute of it. Thank you for joining us, Manoj. Welcome, Manoj, to From Battle to Business. Thank you so much. Excited to be here. Well, it's great to have you. I've been reading a lot about you and watching your videos. Mm -hmm. um, very successful. And, uh, you know, one of the key things I found intriguing uh, was your... Uh, going from $2 a day to boardrooms of the Fortune 500, including, mm -hmm. uh, you know, former President Obama. So so tell us a little bit about that and give us a little bit of insight of who Manoj is. Um, well, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I am uh, I'm a technology enthusiast. I love technology and I've been doing technology for about 30 years. Um, my my life or career started at 15, uh, working in a factory for $2 a day. And I wanted to change my life, first of all. And in order to do that, I needed to acquire a valuable skill. It turned out to be technology. And since then, I've been using technology to build uh, global systems, helping startups, um, Fortune 500 companies, um, so we have, you know, I run a consulting company where we take ideas from our clients and we convert them into uh, real world technology products and we help them market it. Um, so uh, overall, we have uh, generated over $500 million in value for our clients. Uh, I have We have impacted about 10 million lives um, because we have done major, major work in healthcare, in education, in real estate. So all these uh, technologies that we built, uh, they are being used uh, currently by millions of uh, people around the globe, and uh, it's helping them improve their lives. And regarding Obama and Bill Gates, uh, they actually—I mean, they—I mean, they, we don't have any direct communication with them, but they uh, were very impressed with one particular technology we built, um, and the purpose of that technology was to help. Um, university students finish their degree programs without dropping out because about 30% of the students actually drop out within the first two years of their degree program. So this uh, this platform, this technology that we built was supposed to um, address that problem. And it was so effective that President Obama and Bill Gates took notice and they mentioned that technology in their speeches multiple times. Wow, that's... I Congrats. That's an amazing accomplishment. Um, so AI or artificial intelligence is one of the things that, uh, you know, you've got a, a great background in and a, and a global thought leader. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, one of the key things that I've read, um, you know, with the emergence and I guess explosion of chat GPT and things like mm -hmm. that, there's mm -hmm. questions about 
you know, is AI, and we're not talking Terminator here, mm-hmm. um, going to take over humanity and all the jobs? Yeah, yeah. That is a very uh, good question. And I think that's the most frequent question I get, both these questions, actually. So let's talk about each one of them separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether AI will take away uh, your job, um, there is going to be job displacement. There is going to be job uh, sort of, uh, uh, how can I say, change in the way that we work. Uh, but at the end of the day, I can say this with certainty. AI is not going to take away our job. Uh, somebody who can use AI to their advantage will take away our job. Because the idea is that if somebody uses AI and becomes 10 times more productive and better communicator and, and sort of have more uh, ideas, more solutions, then obviously you know they will be able to capture the job market better and faster. It is no different than saying, that you know, I, I give this example frequently. Um, in 1993 is the time, uh, the the very first time I experienced internet, and you know, within five to six months, I ended up creating my first email account. And just five years later, 1998 is when I started applying for jobs. And within five years, if I had not, if I did not have a Word document. Uh, or a PDF as my resume, and I did not use email addresses, I was not even able to uh, apply to entry-level jobs, right? So that happened within five years. And now it's a similar situation where, you know, people uh, will be using AI uh, for their various roles. And then if you don't use it, then then you become less competitive. Uh, I hope that makes sense, right? Oh, it definitely makes sense. Yeah. I think, um, uh, yeah, go ahead. And- and the second aspect of what people uh, are afraid about is the terminator scenario where uh, you know humans are taken over by ai so once again what i tell people is you know this is this this fear comes from um, human nature itself because as humans we are a little bit self centered in that whenever we are in a position of power and and status we think our first order of order of business is to suppress others and eliminate others, right? And so we project that to other things, but we are uh, we we tend to forget that this this notion of suppressing others or taking over the others, it's not an inherent uh, emotion that we feel, but it's a result of you know suppression or lack of opportunity or jealousy or these kind of emotions which we have felt not only in our lifetime but over multiple generations, that's what comes out as war, as this, uh, you know, animosity towards other species or what have you. So if AI were to take, you know, think about these kind of things, first we have to understand, you know, why it will do that. Has it, you know, are we, I mean, there are no emotional algorithms that can make AI feel certain way. So, so mm-hmm. you know, with all these arguments, uh, even this situation seems quite absurd to me that AI will take over humanity. Well, I would agree on that point. Uh, I think one of the things to think about, though, and and you talk about it as well, is is really you know importance of relationships. And so, why? I mean, I have my opinions on why that's important, but I'd love to hear your thought on on the importance of relationships in relation to our lives. Yeah. See. Everything that we, uh, the importance um, is, 
at a multiple levels is mental level spiritual level physical level but i'll just uh, talk about uh, in a in a in a uh, business context uh, uh, you know in a in a in our society we are all trying to accomplish something we are all running after some sort of success whatever that version of success is somebody wants a better job somebody wants a new business deal but if you really look closely everything that we get in our life we are never able to produce anything on our own we get it from somebody else you know whether it's a job that's the result of a relationship we build during our job interview if we get if we close a business deal we have to develop a relationship with the client and you know sort of uh, propose our uh, value to them and then finalize the price and what not um so uh, even our own life um has been given to us by our parents uh, through a relationship that they develop right so if you look at all these things every little thing that we uh, that happens in our life is a direct result of a relationship and that's why i say that relationships are the true wealth of your life i mean that's that's what you need if you lose everything tomorrow if if you have no money but you have solid relationships you are still quite rich well that's very true i think you know the the relationships that you have and you build and you nurture um throughout your life and i think there's i think there's there's uh seasons in your life where you have relationships and then with some folks but then another season that relationship falls away so i think that it's definitely important uh to create strong relationships and nurture them um you know, one of the things you talk about as well is uh, you, you, the power of the mind. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that intrigued me was you you mixed meditation and AI. And, and so help me understand what, what those two items have in common, because they seem totally divergent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's very uh, interesting question. See, um, what happens is that uh, with our... Um, with meditation uh, basically everything uh, in our uh, you know physical world uh, <clears throat> whatever we buy whatever we experience is a result of um, an emotion we feel in our subconscious mind a uh, subconscious mind is basically controlling all our actions mm-hmm. all our uh, all our uh, you know results in the real world and it controls 95% of our decisions the only thing is we are not aware of it and this subconscious mind is actually very very emotional so the the first layer of this puzzle is for us to understand that human beings are not logical creatures we are very much emotional so what do i mean by that so you know let's say somebody buys a, a, a red sports car and when you ask them okay you know uh, oh this is a lovely car why did you buy it they generally start listing the logical reasons like you know i got good warranty on it it's got great mileage but truly why they bought it is because how that car makes them feel about themselves you know when they drive down the street when people's heads turn so that is the emotional response uh, that we that uh, we work under with meditation what happens is our conscious mind starts to ab- starts to gain the ability to observe our subconscious mind and now we can see why we perform certain actions what is the 
uh, what is the meaning behind it? What is the true motive behind it? What is the emotional trigger behind um, our actions? Does that make sense so far? It does. It does. Okay. Now, with artificial intelligence, what we can do is because artificial intelligence also has ability to communicate with uh, with people in a much more elegant and much more positive, uplifting way, um, and use certain uh, text, images, video, what have you, to invoke certain emotions in other people. So, um, you know, I can uh, create a very um, touching image of uh, somebody who's uh, in living in poverty and use that to invoke certain emotions of, um, you know, uh, just uh, kindness in other people. Or, you know, this is basically just marketing on steroids, right? Absolutely. Okay. So, yeah. So, so now I hope you can see the link and now I'll give you a couple of real world examples of this as well. Um, that, and this is not per se related. The examples I'm going to use is not related to meditation, but I'll tie it all together later. So, uh, for example, you know, uh, the Brexit happened, um, uh, Donald Trump, uh, and these are not political statements, but I'm just using them as data points. So, uh, please, uh, uh, you know, excuse my uh, the 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 kind of examples I'm using, but President Trump was elected, and that was a surprise to the world. Uh, Brexit happened, that was a surprise to the world. But you can see that there was a lot of role uh, in of AI uh, because social media platforms are nothing else but bundles of AI algorithms, right? So they mm -hmm. were used to really invoke certain emotions in people, which which basically created these political upsets or surprises for people uh, which were not expected. So now you can see how AI directly impacts the human mind. Make sense? Makes a lot of sense. Okay. Now, bringing it all back uh, to meditation now, when I meditate, um, you know, I get a lot of peace. I get a lot of insights. But when I talk, talk to people and I say, hey, you should meditate, generally they say, um, I don't have time for this. Right. Mm -hmm. So as I was thinking about all of these things, um, I started thinking that AI can actually uh, create these emotions. So it should be able to create some sort of a meditative effect as well in people. So I set out to like, you know, find that that and um, I'll give you a quick exercise uh, to you and your audience and you can you can try it at home. And uh, the result will be you will experience this meditative state. So the idea is that, you know, we are all uh, trying to accomplish something. So what you can do is you can use AI to write a very detailed story of uh, whatever you are trying to accomplish. Let's say you in the next 30 days, you want to go on a mini trip or something along those lines, right? So you can um, actually start to tell a beautiful detailed story about going on that trip using AI and start to read it to yourself. When you read that story to yourself, you are creating that positive emotion, that sort of, you know, sense of um, uh, uh, manifesting that reality. And that is the meditative state um, that you can experience. And that's pretty powerful when you think about it, because, you know, meditation, no matter if, if you do it five minutes or if you do it 60 minutes or however long you do it, but meditation mm -hmm. has the power to calm the mind and then open that up, open your mind up as a gateway to, mm. um, to really create that, um, that thought using the power of AI. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. So now I hope um, <laughs> I, I was able to uh, tie it all back together. Well, and, and you know, as as human beings, we are definitely emotional uh, mm -hmm. creatures. Mm -hmm. uh, we do we do try to justify our our purchases with logic, but really yeah. the other thing too, it, when you talk you talk about the mind and the power of it with you know one part of the brain i think you know still back in the dark ages our ras or reticular mm -hmm. activating system mm -hmm. uh, because you talked about a red sports car mm -hmm. well now you know folks listening to this when they hear a red sports car they're more than likely going to start thinking about a red sports car so what are they mm -hmm. going to start seeing when they're driving mm -hmm. Exactly, a, exactly. A red sports car. So mm -hmm. that that leads us into, you know, using the power of the mind. And I know that you you talk about, you do this in your, in your speeches and uh, when you're working with groups. So how do you, or how have you used the power of your mind to achieve what you've achieved uh, so far? Well, uh, so, you know, going from, as I said, where I started, uh, $2 a day to now uh, being a global thought leader, you know, hanging out with uh, with names, uh, 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 global global leaders, not even thought leaders, like Olympic champions and th things of that nature. I mean, I just find it truly uh, like a dream. Like, I, I cannot believe it. But it, it actually sort of manifested based on, you know, how um, how I saw technology can make an impact and uh, you know, working on the type of projects that um, had impact on millions. Uh, so those those things came from uh, just trying to observe my subconscious mind, my mm -hmm. emotional sort of state of being, because um, I felt like the excitement that I feel is less about the materialistic uh, outcome, but more about, you know, how... Uh, one piece of technology can help uh, somebody's joint pains or some, uh, you know, somebody, it may help somebody to finish their degree program. It, it may help a doctor to provide better care. That is the excitement uh, you feel. So, but when you keep doing that over and over and over again, I guess the result is that, you know, you, you get this massive, um, massive success, uh, uh, not only, in the material world, but in the inner world, in in your uh, in your mind. No, absolutely, and I think that um, you know, with the the power of the mind and and just how your mind works. Um, I mean, your your mind can work for you or it can work against you, and I think exactly. that that's some things that you know a lot of folks don't realize is that you know. The, the phrase, you know, we are our own worst enemy is absolutely true because mm. I read about a study to where a group of young ladies were asked to describe themselves uh, to uh, to the um, I think to the professors or associate professors. And then mm -hmm. in another room, they had their young sisters waiting for them. Mm -hmm. So what they did is, is they they captured their, you know, how they talk to themselves. And, mm -hmm. and so then they walked them into the next room and they said, Hey, we want you to say this exact thing that you said to yourself, mm -hmm. to your, to your sister, your younger mm -hmm. sister. Like, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Why would we do that? And they're mm -hmm. like, well, this is how you talk to yourself. Mm -hmm. And so the power of the mind is actually something, you know, I've read 
people healing themselves with yeah, the power yeah, yeah. of their mind. And, and so it is, it's very, very powerful. But I think one of the things that makes it powerful is the experiences that we go through. Mm. Um, and one of the things you talk about is the importance of travel. Um, mm. How has that impacted you? And I know that uh, um, you've traveled extensively throughout your life, uh, but how has that really impacted you and enabled you to achieve what you've achieved uh 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 can you repeat that the last part so uh yes what was so um our experiences uh, so what i was talking about is our experiences really oh uh, travel 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 right right okay okay yeah okay so uh no i i i got it now so um see I think this is very much related to what we were talking about earlier. Like um, in our mind, uh, you know, the idea is that we have one uh, perspective on things. So I'll, I used to, you know, I used to be very um, deterministic in my thought, like maybe, a, a, you know, a black and white person be, being an mm -hmm. engineer. So I, I used to be very rigid in my thought, right? Uh, but then once you start traveling you start to see that there are people from various walks of life you know who are solving problems uh, similar problems in very interesting ways that you have never thought of as you get to enjoy new cuisines new new sceneries and all that so what that does is it, it starts to train your mind um to to see more perspectives in life to mm -hmm. you know be more curious um to to talk to people more about their opinion rather than always thinking that you have all the answers right so mm -hmm. that in fact i think is is a great way to open up your mind's capacity and and uh, by default by default sort of you know help you develop those relationships uh, as we were talking about earlier no absolutely and i think that um you know, through travel, I think you can even expand your relationships even more. I think, mm -hmm. uh, uh, now I, I realize, you know, applications such as zoom and WebEx and things like that have, have expanded our ability to see each other across the globe, but I think mm -hmm. still traveling there, uh, opens our mind even more. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Manoush, this has been a, a great conversation. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I'd love to, uh, help my audience learn about where they can find you and learn mm -hmm. more about you. Yeah. So uh, you can go to my website, manujagarwal.com. Uh, it's, if it's a little bit difficult to, uh, to type out, you can just search for my name. Uh, you know, Google generally will correct you. Uh, but yeah, uh, on my personal website, or you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Well, that's great. And we'll definitely include your website, uh, manujagarwal.com. Um, in the in the show notes and so mm -hmm. folks can find you uh, i do greatly appreciate you joining us today and from battle to business and i'll let you have the final word well um thank you so much for having me and my uh, advice to people is embrace ai fully because this is a uh, an opportunity of a lifetime to make multi-generational wealth and um, the the consequences of not adopting will also be dire so please uh, don't give in to the fear or misinformation. Adopt it and uh, prosper, uh, prosper from it. I couldn't agree more. I'm using AI in my business today. So and I, and I love the efficiencies that, that it's created. So thank you so much. Yes, absolutely.
Thanks for listening. In order to help others, please subscribe and share this show up with other veteran business owners in your network. If you want specific guidance, feel free to book a complimentary call with Dean at deanvandyke.com. Remember, you wouldn't go into battle alone, and now you don't have to in business.